Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I think the big thing with this is that we need to change our whole mind frame around what sex actually is. Welcome to The Best Fits with Alice and Lily. We'd like to recognise the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly 250 years ago. In particular, we at The Best Fits would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which this podcast is being recorded today. And we extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello. Hello. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited for today's episode. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I think we just do oh, she's Perry's the best person ever. She really is. She's so awesome, but everyone else loves her as well because it's like our most down most downloaded episode which is so um, okay that we're just like yeah people are interested in this stuff we need to talk about this stuff more it's like there's the demand everyone wants to hear about this stuff because yeah. it's a very like human thing that yeah. we're all interested in yeah. and yeah there's just not enough education around there so I'm so mm. excited to chat yeah. to Perry yeah. um but tell me best and worst of the week lay okay. it on me Light on me. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> so, um, what is the mood for this episode? Oh, yeah. So, okay. Lil already knows this, but I'm going to share with the audience. Um, so, I, so I don't know if you guys have listened to this episode by Sarah Grimberg. She was uh, on. Uh, our podcast maybe two months ago uh, talked all about manifestation and meditation mm. and everything like that. And after that, um, I've been listening to one of her manifestation uh, episodes or like um, recordings every night. Um, and it was really interesting because one of the things that was in it was like you had to like basically like create or like imagine this object. Um, and one, when you see this object, I guess in real life, then it's kind of showing to you that, you know, you're not on the right path. And 
the object that I created in my mind was the feather and I was like, well, I never see a feather. So I'm going to mm. probably, you know, it's probably the universe. Then. <laughs> um, anyway, long story short, I went to, um, I went home uh, to like, a granny flat that I'm in at the moment and um, I was like, I walked in and there was literally a feather on my floor, like full feather, like a, like a cockatoo feather, like nothing, like it's so niche in the middle of my living room. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm on the oh right path. God. It was hectic. And I just freaked out and I called Lily. I was like, Lily, the feather, the feather. <laughs> so that was cool. I've never experienced something like that where like it actually happens. That's real. It's so cool. Hey. Yeah. So that was my best week. I love that. I love that. Highly recommend those um, recordings by Sarah. They are so good. So good. So good. It's just really nice to like feel that like something's supporting you, whatever that, whatever that is, whether that's faith, whether that's the universe, whether that's like. Yeah. 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 And your Um, worst? My worst? This is so not bad, but like the other day I washed so many of my sheets and like everything like that, like the couch and everything to like sell and I popped it on the line and there was like a really random, no one expected it, thunderstorm and lightning, like chaotic thing for like an hour and everything got wet and <laughs> like hot. <laughs> so I washed it all again, which really is not that bad, but I was just like, can we not? Oh, that's I'm just like, okay, it's not going to rain for a few days. I pop it out on the line. It will be all good. Um, Are you selling your sheets? No, not the sheets, like the uh, pillowcases and stuff like that, like um, of the couches and things. And then I also washed my sheets because I was like, may as well do it all at once. Right. Okay. I was like, surely we don't need to sell sheets. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm running dry. I'm running dry. <laughs> um, what about me? Um, so my best is I'm going home tomorrow for just five days just to see my family. Fraze has a Bucks party, so he's gonna do that and I'm gonna go just hang out with my family. So I'm really excited. That's so nice. Um and we've had like a really nice weekend. We're in Perth staying at um some of our friends so we like just had yeah a couple really nice nights and it's been really lovely um and my worst was when we were out to dinner it was just this really shitty situation where this mum it was on um mother's day this mum was like really drunk and she was falling over and her like maybe like 10 year old daughter was really distressed and upset so we were trying to like help with the situation because we just sort of like saw it all happening and tried to get the girl home and it was just such an like just such an uncomfortable situation because I guess you know you don't really know what's going on in that family and everything so it was just yeah it was really hard to deal with and to see that little girl so sad was um yeah, it was just really, really hard. Um, but, yeah, I guess we just did, like, the best we could in that situation. But hats off to people that work with children because seeing that little girl cry just broke my heart and I can't even imagine doing that every day. So I have so much admiration for those that work with children because it's heartbreaking seeing little kids cry like that in, like, a distressing situation. Um 
Yeah. But anyways, tell me, what's your quote? I'm getting it up. So my quote is, you are not meant to live like the others. You are meant to live as yourself. Oh, yeah. I love that. I feel like that's very fitting. It is for my life. Everything at the moment. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And also just always like. Always. Always just live your life how you freaking want to live it and fuck the rest. Seriously, think that. Yep. Um, Yeah, go. No, that's. My my quote's kind of similar. Um, It's, you are allowed to live many lives in this lifetime, more than one career, more than one path, more than one moment. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I think it's, yeah, it's. There's so much pressure to just like pick and choose what you do and then stick with that and then that's what you're doing and like it's so um so limiting and like Fraser's sort of you know in that stage at the moment where he's like I'm you know get to choose what I do next because he's obviously taken time off work and there's a lot of pressure to be like oh okay what I choose next is then what I'm doing for the rest of my life and he's kind of got to the point where he's like, actually, like I could choose something and not like it and then choose something choose again. A- and that's okay. Like, it's just okay. It's life. You know, it's, you get to live more than one career, one moment, one anything, you know? So, which is exciting. I think like you can have so many different things in your life and that's kind of like the way it should be. I think. I agree. I agree. Mm. I love that so much. Mm, me too. Um, okay. Who do we have on today? I mean, we've kind of spoken about it, but we have Perry. We are talking about all things SEX, all things intimacy, all things masturbation, all things mm-hmm. presence, which is interesting. Mm. And, um, and also what the F do you do when you have no idea what you should do in the bedroom, i.e. if you're young yep. and you're like, how do I do stuff? What, what we do? What artists? <laughs> Where do you learn this shit from? Um, yeah. So listen carefully. Share this with your boyfriends, girlfriends, partners, family, friends, anyone. Um, yep. Everyone should know about your stuff. And we are yep. only scratching the surface. So yep. let's get to it. Enjoy. Hey, Lil, do you know what has changed my life? therapy. I honestly don't know what I would do without my therapist, especially last year with many setbacks that happens and all the barriers that came up. Going to a therapist regularly was the best thing for me. And having a therapist online as well has been a game changer because it means that I can just log on and get straight to it and not have to spend hours driving and taking up my time that is very, very precious to me. So I I'm very, very excited to say that BetterHelp is actually sponsoring today's episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it is 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk Talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable. So that can be things via text, chat, phone, or video call. And that is something that I'm very, very passionate about because 
I understand that not everyone needs or can actually communicate via video or via voice. That's incredible. So can you just message them at any time and schedule your session? A hundred percent. So you can, and that's amazing. And I think that's so incredibly exciting from a therapy point of view. If your therapist as well isn't the right fit for any reason, you can always switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality from expert in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling, flexibility, and of course, my favorite an affordable price. So you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash best bits. That's better com slash best bits. Now to today's episode. All right, guys, we have Perry on. Perry was on our podcast several months ago and she's the most requested guest. She has had the most downloads in any other of our podcasts, which is super exciting. Perry is a somatic sex educator, which basically means that she educates people on everything to do with sex and intimacy and everything in between. She's not a therapist, so we just want to disclaim that this isn't a therapy type of podcast. It's not necessarily specific to individuals. It's more about just improving awareness and education around sex and intimacy. But we literally cannot wait to chat to Perry. You guys sent in some questions and we're essentially just going to do a bit of a Q&A, ask Perry some questions she can answer and we'll go from there. So Perry, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> we're so excited. Like ever since that episode, we're like, we need you on again. I know. I was hoping that you were going to get me back because I feel like I've got so much more to talk about. But yeah. really, <laughs> Um, amazing we had all these questions that didn't answer yeah yeah so perry has um her business pm sex and she works with clients uh over there so if you do actually want to work with perry specifically one-on-one um then head over there and you can find all the information there we highly recommend that um but we just have some like general questions for perry today um, that have come in from all of you. So thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it. Um, should we get stuck into the first question? Yeah, why absolutely. Not? Can I just quickly say something before then? Like yes. who's actually finding me and all of like my Instagram and oh, stuff, yeah. I'm shadow banned at the moment. So that's like a little oh. bit tricky. Um, so, you know, you have to like type in the exact handle into Instagram press search and then I'm like maybe the sixth or seventh one down. So it's oh, a little bit tricky so to find me. Yeah, it's so frustrating. So the, the, the thing with shadow manning is that because I use words like sex and orgasm and yeah, like things like that, they're trigger words that oh. the bots don't like and then they think that my Instagram is inappropriate even though I'm educating people. So they Ooh. start hiding me. So um, if people actually want to continue seeing my content and all of that, they need to start, even if it doesn't resonate with them, save it, like it, because then yep. Instagram recognizes that it's important to that person. So then it will continue coming up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So your Instagram handle is PM underscore sex. Is that correct? PM underscore underscore two underscores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, two underscores. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, that's really frustrating because you are educating people, but 
anyways, you gotta gotta roll with it. Um, let's get into the first question. So this one says, um, I'm on antidepressants which kill my libido. I'm single, and so when I'm sleeping with someone, it makes it difficult to share this. Any tips? Um, I think the big thing with this is that we need to change our whole mind frame around what sex actually is. Like Mm. I think there's been this whole thing where um, and it was sort of very evident in a couple of polls that I've done on my Instagram about orgasms and people think that like the ultimate goal of sex should be an orgasm whereas that's not always accessible for everyone Mm. um and this is the thing with it um with antidepressants is that it um depletes people's libido and it makes it really hard for them to reach orgasm and when they're focusing on that orgasm they're missing out on the rest of the journey and so removing the goal of orgasm altogether, and this goes for people with penises and people with vulvas, like removing that goal and just sort of focusing on what you're doing to get whatever makes you feel good, I guess. So it's it's a really tricky conversation to have sometimes, especially when, you know, the people that we're having sex with, they might not necessarily have this information. Um, but just like having a conversation being like hey um my like my drive behind having sex isn't orgasm um I don't want you to think that because I'm not having an orgasm I'm not having a good time it's just not um something that's totally important to me um and just like finding out what it is what your drive behind having these sexual encounters is and then that can sort of guide how you go about these um sexual encounters it's really tricky thing to do as a single person like I'm single um so it's just being really selective about who you are actually having sex with or being intimate with because if you don't feel comfortable enough to be like hey this isn't actually what is this isn't actually accessible for me this is not actually what my drive is if you can't have that conversation maybe it's the wrong person you're not choosing the right person Mm. yeah so that's my big tip is like just you know choosing wisely so that you do feel comfortable to offer that information and if they are not receptive to that then it's a it's a no yes yeah 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 I think that's really great because it's like taking that pressure off I feel like Mm. from the get-go it Mm will probably help you get there anyways like that will probably just taking it off pressure anyways just like take it off the table it's like it's not even a thing like let's not even focus on that and then it's probably gonna happen you know so much more easily because it's that yeah yeah. or you'll um, get what you actually want out of that experience and it's like you're not totally you'll you'll be more authentic and more present because you know that this is not the goal of what that is whereas if you're like lying there or you're having sex or whatever and you think that they are expecting you to have an orgasm then you're very much in your own head and not present with what's going on in your body so you're not having a good time you're like this isn't going to happen this isn't going to happen blah 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 like sitting up here rather than actually knowing what's going on in your body so then you actually might get a little bit closer and it might not happen and it still might not happen but you'll have a more authentic 
experience to what you actually want. Mm. That's so interesting, hey. I think that like it, like everything that you said in the past episode and I'm sure today is like it's all about communication and if you can't yeah. communicate that, it, it, it's like it's so much, like the whole entire experience is kind of tainted or coloured. And yeah. unfortunately I think as women as well, we we kind of like <laughs> It's like I don't, I feel like I don't you might be able to correct me here but I feel like we don't feel like we have as much of a voice in this mm. maybe or we feel like yeah. it's asking for too much if we ask for what we yeah. need or what's necessary. Yeah, absolutely. And that's all historical stuff too like like goes back thousands and thousands of years where women's sexuality has been so suppressed that then like we weren't taught in sex ed in schools that we were allowed to be sexual people. So then expressing that we are sexual people is such a huge thing. So, yeah, mm. it's frustrating. But, like, it's nice that now we can we do have access to this sort of education and this empowering sort of stuff. And, like, mm. at the end of the day, communication is your best friend with anything. But it, mm. communicating what you need during sex is so so hard and I still struggle with it too so yeah yeah Um, I think it's just practice right absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah Um, and especially as a single person because it's like you don't know this person that well so it's like I need to get very vulnerable with you very quickly yeah and Mm -hmm. have conversations that you don't have with anyone else it's like it's very it's such a hard thing to do so I completely get yeah. that question. Something that I do do with my do with my clients is that we like practice these communication techniques and like feel how it mm. feels in your body. Like, yeah. where is that uncomfortability sitting? Like, is it this anxiety in your chest or this deep sick feeling in your guts? Like, where's it mm. sitting? And what can we do to make you feel more comfortable? It is exactly as you said, Alice. It's just practice, mm. and yeah. It's hard and being selective around who you are actually doing this with is so, so huge. Yeah. 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 Big time. Another question we got was like somebody who's been in a relationship for a while and Mm. they want to kind of change things up. Um, They say in the bedroom, I don't know how to approach my partner. Yeah. And I think like in a way it's kind of stuck, like it's kind of tricky because you may have been doing something for so long in like mm-hmm. in the bedroom or whatever. And it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, if you say something that you want, I feel like the other person or you, you worry that the other person will be like, why didn't you tell me this earlier? Have you been hating this for the past five years? Like, mm-hmm. What's going on? Is there like a better way to approach it without sounding like ungrateful or making it a really uncomfortable situation? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I really liked this question. There's so many different things. I think um, it's been a long time since I've been in a relationship, but um, in relationships I think people will get really stuck. I think I spoke about it last time, but this sexual script where you're like you know each other so well that you just Mm -hmm. like you know what's going to make each other feel good and it's just like we do this for this amount of time, we do this for this amount of time and then we're all happy and then we roll over and we go to sleep. Um, So it's... I think my biggest bit of advice for this is that seek out education and learning together because that's Mm -hmm. one way to sort of um, 
yeah, start these conversations because that's another thing is if sex isn't like a um, hot topic among, in your relationship, it's just something that's sort of done. I get so many people say to me, um, you know, we don't need to communicate because we just know each other so well, but this is how we do get stuck in these ways where you're like, okay, yeah. we're doing the same shit every single time. Um, yeah. So it could be as easy as, like as easy as just mixing up when you are having sex. Like that can be a different way um, to sort of do that. Like we always associate sex with bedtime, which not ne- not is not necessarily the best time to be having sex because we've all had a big day and you know it's the last thing you've got that tiny little bit of energy. So you do a half-assed job at the end of the night, like, and so you do only have that time where you're like, okay, look, we've got. 20 minutes now, I'm fucking tired. I just want to go to sleep. Um, so like setting your, your alarm a little bit earlier so that you've got that um, time. It's just like that's one way to mix it up. And then um, like learning about each other, there's something called the um, erotic blueprints, which I think is a really amazing tool um, that people can sort of look into. Um, Jaya is a somatic sexologist and she's the one that's developed these erotic blueprints and I've posted about them on my Instagram but there's like five different categories and um, there's a quiz that you can do online and it tells you which type you are like whether you're a sensual type kinky um, sexual or a shapeshifter and there's another one that I always forget but like I've done this with um, a couple of workshops now and they go home and they take that to their partner who they've been with for years Ooh. and they do the quiz and they realise that they're different types and then it starts mm. a conversation about what it is that the other person actually wants and what their drive behind um, sexual experiences is. Like that's really cool. learning that your partner is like a sensual person that like wants to be, you know, touch slowly and all that stuff, but you're a kinky type, there's like, and you can never have a conversation about it. You've got to find a way that you can both make it work and you can have so much fun with that, like trying to work out what it is that will actually make the other person feel good. Um, That's a really good resource. And there's other things like um, there's so many like decks of cards out there now Um, there's one that I've got that's called Closeness and it's by another sexologist. I've forgotten their name. It beats me now, but I can send it to you guys. But it's just a deck of cards that has got, like, questions about sex um, in there. Like, And if you just made that a part of your daily routine, like if you know that you both cook dinner together at the end of the night or you both have breakfast together at, at the beginning of the day just make it a part of your routine where you like pull a card read the question ask each other you have a a conversation about it and then you just you're like continuously learning about your partner and like then it just starts all these amazing conversations and then like that could lead into mixing things up in the bedroom Mm -hmm. but just like learn the more that you can learn about your partner Mm. the more it's going to help start these conversations to be able to mix things up in the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point because I feel like, you know, if you've been doing something for so long, that kind of sexual script for so long and then all of a sudden like one day you just do something random, I feel like yeah. your will be like, what? What? <laughs> like, well, why don't we try this? Like I was listening to a podcast about this or like let's try these yeah. um, erotic 
blueprint thingos or and then yeah. it's a little bit less out of the blue. Yeah, mm. and it's about how you approach it as well. Like mm. exactly as I think it was one of you was saying, but like approaching it in the way that with curiosity rather than being like, mm. oh, no, I'm not sure. Like I don't yeah. know, just the way that you word it, so your partner doesn't all of a sudden think, "Whoa, they're not, they haven't been having a good time. How long have they not been having a good time?" Mm. Seeing, like the cards, for example, as a, something fun, and then you all like it just sort of snowballs into what you want, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It's all about the approach because I can so imagine like that if like it just came sort of like out of the blue and like so direct or something like you would feel really like offended I think so it's got to be very like yeah sensitive with it and yeah I guess have it as like a conversation rather than like I'm not happy with this and let's do this like it's like it's got to be yeah very kind of like gentle um yeah yeah and starting the conversation with being like, okay, I, I really love this about our yeah. sex life, but I'm curious around yeah. this, which I think yeah. I spoke about last yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> but like exactly, you love the sex that you're having. It's not like it's bad, but it's just yeah. that you're curious around something else. And like that's the, that's the best way to approach it, just being yeah. like, I love you, I love the sex that we're having, but I'm, I've been really thinking about this lately. How would you feel about like seeking some education or like finding some sort of research so let's learn more about each other. Yeah. yeah. I love That's it. That's amazing. What I love it. That makes me so excited mm. for everybody who's listening in a long-term relationship because I feel like, <laughs> I mean, to speak from experience, it gets very stagnant. You're just like, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, um, yep. Do you have anything to speak to? <laughs> Oh, it's so good. No, I think everyone experiences it, hey, in relationships. Like it's just like you'll have, you know, periods where it's just like great and whatever and then you go through periods where it's not and it's just like it's I think that's just life as well. Like I think as long as you're open to like communicating about it and, you know, also accepting I think like in that in times in in your relationship like you won't be doing it as much and it'll be like it won't be as you know amazing and and whatever it's like that's okay too because that's just life hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
But I think where if it's getting to a point where it's like affecting you, then it's like, okay, let's talk about this. Mm. Mm. I was having a really like amazing conversation the other day. Like we also need to be prioritizing non-sexual intimacy in our relationships Mm. and like however that looks for you. And like this is about knowing your love languages and things like Mm. that. Like um, if you know that your partner's love language is quality time, then taking the time to actually recognize that with them and just like sitting in that space and holding that space for them rather than, mm. you know, sex isn't the only intimacy that we need to be um, mm. exploring, like doing whatever it is that your partner needs and actually knowing what your partner needs and communicating that. I think also the more that you're talking about this and making it a part of your day-to-day, the mm. less it can be used um, it's going to, like, this is a poor wording, but the less that it can be used against you, like, it's not mm. then all of a sudden just going to come to a head where you're just like, well, yeah. we haven't fucked in this amount of time, like, all that sort of stuff. It's not yeah. going to come to that head because you've continuously been communicating, you know, um, hey, I'm not feeling it tonight. I would really just love some space, you know. Mm. Um, it's nothing to do with you. It's just that's just what I need right now. And actually respecting that and not being like, oh, well, what is it then? Like just respecting that because then they'll be able to come to you the next day and be like, oh, hey, thanks for that space. Mm -hmm. Um, This is what was going on for me. I'm feeling a lot better. Or whatever it is. Like just don't take things as, um, yeah, just don't take things negatively and just Mm -hmm. give your partner what they need. And then if like it's been four or five days, they're like on its face then approaching them in a way that's like really open and loving and being like, okay, what's Mm. actually going on? Is there anything that I can do? Yeah. 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 And I think that can kind of only happen if you're in a relationship where that is available, like those types of conversations are available. Mm. Like if, if you're with someone and they're like, you know, they're not communicative and they're not going to, you know, be kind in that way and, and you're not going to be able to have that conversation together, then that makes it really difficult to be the person that's like, okay, like have space, blah, blah, blah. It's like you need both people to to have that ability to be able to do that, I think, mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, we do take things so freaking personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all guilty of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like- all right, next question. Oh, no, you go. Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say, this is left of field. Next question. Yes. Um, oh, beautiful. Squirting- <laughs> um, so, yeah, is squirting a thing? Squirting is a thing. I think that um, porn has made it this very, like, you know, you watch someone squirt in porn and it just, like, flies across the room, hits the next <laughs> wall, like, and it's everywhere, whereas that's not necessarily what's going to happen for everyone um so squirt actually or the yeah it's called squirt the liquid actually comes from the urethra um so the same hole that the pee comes from um around the urethra is what we call what what are called the periurethral glands um they are the female equivalent of the prostate 
So because we've got like we all start the same in the womb up until 10 weeks, it's then the Y chromosome that makes a penis, the X chromosome that makes a vulva. So you'll find that we've got like similar structures everywhere, like, you know, the clitoral hood is the same as the foreskin and things like that. Um, So there's no physiological reason why we do need these periurethral glands, but this is where the squirt comes from. So when they're stimulated, stimulate like the prostate stimulates the prostate to make um, this liquid. There's no reason why it should happen, but it does. It's female ejaculation. Everyone, if like everyone, does have the ability to do it. It's just if you take the time to actually teach your body to do it, because it's a very different sensation. It does feel mm. like you're going to pee yourself. So making mm. the environment as comfortable as for that to be actually fine like whether that be put a towel down or like there's actually things called squirt blankets out there or splash blankets out there which are uh, waterproof sex blankets um so buying one of them because that's way more sexy than a crusty old towel um and just like being totally um comfortable with the person or with yourself and just like accepting that you might pee yourself but if you do, who fucking cares? Like, you're going to have a good time anyway. Yeah. Um, is it pee, though? Like, is it pee? Well, yeah. So an element of it is pee. Um, they've done, like, so many yeah. studies into it. They don't really know. Um, like, they've done, like, ultrasounds. People empty their bladder before. Like, people that can squirt, they've made them empty their bladder before they masturbate or whatever and then, like, do it under ultrasound and then all of a sudden there's just this fluid and it's very different every time. Like, you think about sometimes it's just a dribble and people might not actually realise that they have squirted. Um, mm. Sometimes it just sort of dribbles out um, and all that. So there's it's prostatic fluid and urine and there's an element of glucose, which they're not really sure as to why that is. But, right. Um. Yeah, so there will always be a bit of urine in it just because of where it's coming from, I guess. Okay. But, yeah, it's interesting. The best way to um, achieve squirting is through G-spot stimulation because when you rub the G-spot, it's um, stimulating the backside of the clitoris because you think about the whole clitoral structure. Um, mm. Yeah, so when you're stimulating the g-spot the urethra is sort of in the middle of it which then stimulates the um periurethral glands to make this fluid and then when you feel the need to pee the best way to sort of let go and make it happen and it might not happen the first time is um to remove whatever is stimulating your g-spot while you bear down and then it sort of happens then it tastes yummy so like bear down and as if you are peeing Oh, or like right. you bear down to push a baby out, you bear down to do a shit, like that sort of feeling where you're like pushing outwards. Yeah. So that's right. the best way to do that. Got some homework there, Lily. Oh, my God. I feel like it's like the, it's something that's like, like so like like a mystery kind of thing. Like it's like yeah. the mysterious okay, squirt. <laughs> See, but then I like I worked with people that have find it like worked out how to squirt. They've taught themselves how to squirt, and now they just do it like str- willy nilly sort oh, of so thing. Cool. Really, so <laughs> squirting and orgasm are two completely physiologically oh. different processes. So people can squirt without orgasming 
you can obviously orgasm without squirting. But, like, this is why if you watch some things in porn, like, in the right spaces, people will, like, squirt and then 10 seconds later, like, squirt again. I've watched a video once and this woman squirted 16 times before orgasming. Like, (laughs) that poor dehydrated bit. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is so interesting. So interesting. So everyone has the ability, but it's just about, you know, teaching your body um, that it can sort of do it, which is a good sort of segue into the next question. (laughs) Well, yes, the next question is I can only orgasm when I use my toys, i.e. vibrator. Is this normal? I feel bad for my boyfriend. Yeah, so this is totally, totally normal. Um, I think sex toys have made us think that orgasms are much easier to achieve than they actually are. It takes the average vulva owner 20 minutes to orgasm and I think the sex toys have made us think that it's a two-minute job. (laughs) You're like, and I'm done. (laughs) So it's totally normal and you have got the ability to change this if you actually just take the time. It can be quite a frustrating Frustrating is the wrong word, but it can be quite a time-consuming thing um, to sort of re-teach your body to be able to orgasm in new ways. Um, mm. But neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to rewire itself. So the more time that you actually um, take just masturbating with your hands or, um, yeah, or like your partner going down on you just like, focusing in on that and seeing what's working, what's not working. If you do need that um, toy to sort of help you build arousal, build arousal, then use it for 30 seconds but then use your hands again or let your partner go down on you again and just see, play around with that. And this is like the longer that you do that, it's forming new pleasure pathways in your brain and your body. And this is like the same thing with learning how to squirt and all of that, like just taking the time, accepting that, it might take 20 minutes, it might take 40 minutes, and you might not actually get there. But the more consistent you are with it, um, mm. the stronger those um, pathways are going to be, if that sort of makes sense. So it's mm. totally normal. Um, a lot of us, I've been addicted to my vibrator in the past. I'm totally guilty of it. Um, but just like <laughs> introducing <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Yeah, whatever. Um it's about, you know, on Mondays we use our hands, on Tuesdays we can use that vibrator, on Wednesdays we use some sort of other sex toy um, and all of that. And this is how we also learn how to stimulate different parts of our body. Like people can have nipple orgasms, people can have ear orgasms if they just take the time to stimulate what they knows, know feels good at the same time as wherever they want to film the art film wherever they want to form that pleasure pathway. <laughs> Does that make sense? Right? answer that question no, no, again? That makes a lot of sense. I remember yeah. last time we chatted as well, you were talking about like, for example, um, you doing what you know is pleasurable, like um, using your toy, but then also doing other things to kind of connect <clears> that, like those two can work in tandem. Like, for example, like using a finger and then using your vibrator and like using it so like you can just sort of show yourself that, they yeah. I don't know how to explain this a smart sexual yeah. way. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, so even it's like if you um, like you, if you still want to use your vibrator, like yeah. using it in different parts rather than your clitoral glands, like maybe using your one hand on your, your hand on your clitoris and then like simulating like your labia with your vibrator and it's still like keeping that vibrating sensation in the area whilst also not holding it directly on something that you know will get you there in five minutes yeah um Mm. and just yeah playing out that so I think um introducing sex toys into a a, like partnered sex is an amazing thing Mm. don't get me wrong sex toys whatever amazing it can totally enhance your sex Mm. life Mm -hmm. but once you become Mm. reliant on those toys that's when things like this happen where you're all of a sudden like okay my my boyfriend can no longer make me come. Is it me? Like, what is it? Mm. Whereas it's actually that you've just, um, your body, that that's the only thing that your body recognises as a pathway to orgasm. So mm. then taking the steps backwards to try and reteach your body, that's when people become frustrated. And, like, it's happened to me in the past where, you know, sort of the same but, like, I didn't know that I was much wetter in different parts of my cycle than I was in other parts of my cycle and then all of a sudden my boyfriend was like you're not attracted to me anymore what's going on whereas that wasn't what it was it was just that we didn't understand that this was um like a normal thing for vulva owners to go through um so yeah just recognizing that this is normal it's just that maybe you've just become a little bit too reliant on that vibrator or that toy and if you've been able to orgasm in the past without it you've totally got the ability to orgasm again without it um in saying that though like for me I only I'd never ever ever masturbated with my hands until I was like 20 so I didn't know that my body had the ability to do that and that was like a thing that I got really in my own head about and it was really um yeah something that I sort of had to take the time and accept that this might take a little bit of Work, work, mm. from work. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong wording, but you understand what I mean. Like it yeah. just is something. It was something that I was really determined to do. Yeah. So I knew that I had to my vibrators away and just get to know my body with my hands again. Mm. Yeah. Or for the first time. Yeah. So be, yeah. Yeah. It's just that retraining. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And it's the mm. same with everything. It's for the same sure. with everything. Yeah. You get really stuck in our ways, very habitual, and this is like that sexual script, like are you just grabbing the vibrator at the end of it because you're worried about mm. how long it's going to take? Um, mm. And just like that open communication with your partner again, being like, hey, I really want to stop using my vibrator because I want you to make, be able to make me come. This might, mm. like an orgasm might not happen for me the first time, but I think if we really stick with it, I think that it would really help me and then we go back Mm. to like what is it what's your drive behind having sex connection is it that sensuality what is it so then you can start Mm. bringing some of that into your sexual experiences so then you you're getting what you want and like you said lily you might get there sooner if if you sort of know that yeah um there was another question which Mm. i actually remember when i young and i resonate with this um the question is I'm young and I'm super scared to start anything sexual because I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't yeah. watch porn, but is that what I'm supposed to do to learn these things? Yeah. I love this question too. I think it's, it's something that I'm really passionate about 
like changing the sex ed that we give to our teenagers is something that I'm really passionate about and trying to like work through how I can sort of make it into that um, into that area. But the sex ed that we got growing up is was really closed minded, and if you had like a really supportive family, then maybe that not supportive, like a really open family around mm. sex, and maybe that's what it was. Um, with all of my clients, I always ask them at the start of our first session, I'm like, where has your sex ed come from? Like, mm. what was it like at school? And they always say, oh, no, terrible. I was like, have you, did you ever speak to your family about it? And they're like, no, would never even consider talking to my family about it now. Mm. Um, you know, what was it like amongst your friends? And they're like, oh, no, we didn't talk about it. And like, where's your sex ed come from? And yeah. then they're like, Oh, I don't know. Um, so sex ed really, really let us down. Um, I think seeking out, there are so many amazing resources out there now. And, yes, porn um, is where a lot of people have learnt about sex and I, I, do, I don't think that that's, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Well, mm. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing now if you're seeking out porn in the right places. Yeah. Um, there's all these beautiful, like, ethical um, porn sites and things like that which are um, filmed through the eye of, I'm, eye of a um, female and it's, like, a little bit more loving and more realistic. Mm. Um, but finding resources, like, there's apps out there now. There's a really good one called Karma Lab, K-A-M-A Lab, um, and that's the resource made by somatic sexologists and they have like little mini courses around mm. like um guided masturbation and teaching your anatomy um teaching the um opposite genders anatomy like whatever it is that you're seeking they've got little mini courses that could just build your confidence a little bit more mm. um i now offer a new service um it's called hey just a quickie and it's essentially mm. like a phone service where um, if you've got questions about sex and you're not in Darwin and like doing a session might not be accessible to you, then you can send, you can book a appointment, you send me through your questions. I then make things like this where I'm like, okay, I've got all your questions. I then, it's like bespoke sex education pretty much. Ooh, so cool. then we have a phone call and we talk about your questions. Um, so that could be something really good that this person um, might seek out. But, mm. yeah, there's so many amazing, like, Instagrams and um, there's beautiful somatic sexologists everywhere. Oh, my God, sorry, my dog. Um, and, yeah, there's just so many, so many beautiful resources out there now. So I wouldn't necessarily think that porn is the first place to go. Mm. Um, start following someone like me. Um, start, like, book a phone call, um, yeah, seek it, look at this app, just mm. try and see what else is out there before turning to porn, I mm. think, is a really That's amazing, um, those resources there. Yeah, um, it is amazing. amazing. And I can send them through to you guys too, so you can yes. put them in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, please do. Re- download that karma. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and that, yeah. that you've got going too. Yeah, no, it's good idea. I think it's just like people. I oh, I've like just, hey, just a quickie has sort of come out of. I've always got an inbox full of questions. Yeah, and it's sort of like that. Once you sort of 
the time that it takes to nut those questions out and give the actual information that a client wants, um, like it would be better over the phone. And it's like the appointments start at 15 minutes and it's $15. It's pretty much a minute, a dollar per minute. So it's like totally whatever you want to pay, how much information you want out of it, it's totally guided by you. Mm -hmm. But it's just like you've got this question I'll answer it. We can discuss it. We can, you can ask more questions, whatever it is that you need, because I don't think that people really have access to that. Mm. Yeah. That's so cool. Good idea. Mm. It's so helpful for so many people. Like that's just such an incredible resource to have, Um, especially for young people, you know, like, yeah, it's such a, um, feels like so unknown when you're young and like, it's like sometimes seen as like embarrassing and like you don't know what to ask and then it's like you get in your own head. So having conversations like this is just so, oh, like I wish I had it when I was younger Um, because it would have been so freaking helpful, like holy shit. (laughs) I think that's what like drives me to this is that like I'm I want to give people the things that I wish that I had mm-hmm. growing up as totally well. and I think that like um parents need to be seeking out this sort of um education as well mm. to then be able to be confident and comfortable enough mm. to talk to their children about it because mm. um you know the this is something that I'm really passionate about I'm not sure if I spoke about it last time but like the language that we use can sometimes stay with kids for so, so long. Like I've had experiences where people like break down because they feel so much shame around the pet names that their parents gave Mm. to their genitals. Mm. And so then immediately because of that language, they felt so much shame around that area of themselves and it's something that they've had to work through. Mm. Um, And then like, the more confident you are talking about the kids, the more confident they're going to be to come to you if something's mm. going on, whether it's like medical or God forbid something bad's happened mm. to them. But like if they know the correct anatomical names for the bits of their bodies mm. and they feel no shame around that, then they're mm. going to be more open to actually talking to you about it. Mm. I think something really amazing that sort of came out of the last episode was like my family listened to it. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's very like I was a little bit anxious about my dad listening to it, but yeah. he was so so supportive. He was like, oh. yeah, it was so beautiful. Like aunties and uncles, and but the one thing that sort of came from it was my mum called me halfway through listening to it, and she was sobbing. And I was oh. like, Mum, what's going on? She goes, Perry, I just didn't realize you were having such a hard time. And I was like what point in what I was saying do you think I was having a hard time? And she was like, no, I, actually I just I think that I just feel guilty because I didn't know that this was all happening for you and mm. you couldn't talk, come and talk to me. Mm. And I was like, mom, I have hold no hard feelings towards you for that. Like this is also what's got me here. Mm. But like wouldn't parents want to know that maybe if their kids are going through a shitty time that their mm. kids are going to come to them? Mm. Yeah. And I think that that was a really big takeaway from like what ha- what came of the last episode was that like you would hate to know that your kid's going through something and don't have the language to be able to or the um, 
confidence to come and talk to you about it because it's something that you haven't spoken about with them. Mm, Yeah, yeah, so that was a really, really huge takeaway. So I really want to be able to empower these parents to feel confident enough to be able to talk to their kids about sex and intimacy and all of that. Mm. So Yeah, that's um that's so beautiful that your mum had that reaction. And Yeah, it took me by surprise. (laughs) I was like, whoa. I think it's just a product of that time as well. And I, I think things are changing, but we need to know, yeah. yeah, like we need to know how to make these changes and how to mm. actually implement them with your kids. Cause I can imagine like, even now I consider myself someone that's like pretty, you know, open and like woke and whatever. Like I, I I'm like, Oh my God, how would I, how would I discuss that with my kids? And I even think yeah. like, just being open to it, but also having people like you, like mm. you can almost, I can imagine that like I could get them, you know, so far with the information that I, I had, but it would be so beneficial to be like, Hey, like, why don't I book you an appointment with, with Perry? And, you know, she can speak about it with you. And, and I'm happy to speak about it with, um, with you more after if you have questions, but Perry can kind of yeah. do that. And I think that's kind of, I mean, probably more how I would approach it, I think, is like mm. let's get someone yeah. that's like educated to educate you about this stuff. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and being open and to conversations. That like, yeah, I think that the parents also need to be on the same page as well, like getting yeah. the same information. And this is the same as with all the workshops that I um, run is that like all well and good, I've got all of um, – the like cisgendered heterosexual women in the room and I'm educating them. But mm. then if I'm not educating their partners, yeah. then they I've said this before, but they're coming to a head because yeah. all of a sudden like they've got all this new information, their partners don't have it. So then there's just like all this area in the middle where yeah. you're like, oh, what was it that they actually said? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like we're all well and good that you think that you might know everything about sex. And like, I know that I don't know everything about sex Mm. or intimacy. Like there's so much that I can learn, but like not feeling any shame around actually Mm. seeking out that information. Yeah. Like, Oh, just getting curious about what you actually can learn. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like sex is one of the most important things to majority of the people in the world. Yeah. And Mm. we've sort of just been left to our own devices to work it out for ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) So literally. Mm. Mm. So yeah, yeah, conversations like this are just so important. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like yeah. Yeah. that starts with the conversation. Yep. Which is scary exactly. to do. Yep, exactly. But yeah, exactly. How good, how good. And it's so great, Perry, that you're you're looking at what you needed as a as a young person and now you're giving mm. that. Like you're giving mm. that to people, which is like so, so nice. We so all needed cool. you when so we're nice. Like, yeah, mm. save so much. Yeah, literally. I know so, so much. much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so true. <laughs> um, we'll put. Oh my god, we've been through, we've been through it, haven't we? We have. We've been through it, but we're out the other side, hopefully, <laughs> with all this education mm, now. Exactly. <laughs> We'll put all Perry's stuff in the show notes too and everything that we've chatted yep. about. Um, I can't wait. I feel like I've got homework to do. How about you, Lily? Yeah, <laughs> homework. Yeah, things to look up. 
chats to book in with Perry. I'm going to start yeah. offering some of my workshops online. Good idea. Uh, nice. So that will be, um, yeah, make everything a little bit more accessible for everyone yeah. as well. So Epic. I've got a few things in the works. I've got, um, yeah, like sex school I'm going to take online as well. So groups of 10 people in cool. like a Zoom sort of a format. Um, and then also I've developed a, another workshop for cisgendered heterosexual men called yes. What Women Want, so giving them the same information that I've been giving to their partners. Cool. Um, and then, yeah, this new service called Hey, Just Me. So, yeah. yeah, lots of things coming up. Hey, just a quickie, it's accessible to anyone right now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just keep an eye on everything for those shops. Awesome. Wow. That sounds Good. amazing. Thank you so much for coming Thank on again, you. Perry. This has been amazing, Thank as we knew it would be. Whatever you want. <laughs> a regular segment of Perry. Yeah. And we got through all those questions. Yeah, we did. Yeah, in, in a timely manner. <laughs> yeah. I know, it was really hard. <laughs> you did, yeah, you did amazing and that's going to help so many people. And thank you, everyone, for sending in your questions. It's um just makes these episodes so much better. So thank you so much. And, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.